Femininity is powerful in all its forms. Exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Sadia Idhamush. Sadia is a student of physics sciences from Tiznit in Morocco. Sadia loves traditional and digital drawing since her childhood. She loves reading books, especially fantasy, which inspire her to keep writing her own book, playing video games as a stress releaser, watching TV series, movies, and much, much more. Sadia participated in DigiGirls mentorship as a mentee and started her own business with a team, which helped her turn her own business idea into reality. Sadia also freelances as an artist and graphic designer, and she worked with more than 50 clients in around a year. Sadia, how are you today? Hello. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here today. I'm happy. I'm honored. I'm lucky and very curious about you. So I'll begin with this nice question. If your friends could describe your personality, who you are as a girl, what would they say about you? Okay, that's an interesting question. I think they will describe me um, straight away as um, a creative person, an artistic person. They would also describe me as energetic, I guess, and ambitious, um, hardworking, and finally as an imaginative person. Thank you. Can you say that again? Because I think you said the imaginative person, but you said imaginative, and then you stopped. <laughs> you muted yourself, so it's recorded. Uh, cut. Can you just say that last part, please? And I think they will describe me as an imaginative person. Thank you. That's really, really interesting. So let's explore that side of your personality. Imagine this, someone who is not creative, not imaginative, could be here and they're like, how do you do it, Sadia? How do you get the inspiration? How do you grow your imagination? How do you create? What is creativity? How can I do that? How would you teach them to be creative and imaginative? Well, um, since I was a kid, I've always liked to imagine things. I've even created a whole universe inside of my head. I think it was because I had such like problems making friends and also some other problems. I was kind of shy and I didn't talk that much. So I've created a whole other universe inside of my head. And to express the, those thoughts that I had inside of my head and this whole universe, I um, like created things and draw things, even write things and um, created things, as I said before. So I think imagination is like something that's a part of me. Um, to 
to do something in my life, I have to imagine it first. I have to think about it first. And I think like if you want to be imaginative, you have to to be more like creative and artistic. So I think imagination is like an inspiration to me to create things. And without it, I would be I won't be feeling okay and I will lose myself and I, I will feel lost and kind of depressed. Thank you. That's so interesting. Does this mean because of the universe that's inside you and all the imaginations and the rich world, are you someone who never gets bored? You can be sitting, waiting for something, daydreaming, having interesting thoughts in your head, or you need something to keep you entertained like TV series or you creating some art and daydreaming is not part of the fun. Well, I will say that I do I do them both. Like I could sit alone and that's what I like to do most of the time. I mean, I like to interact with others, but I also like to have my own time that I spend daydreaming and being in another universe. It helps me a lot. And I also use like watching series or drawing or going to a picnic or seeing the beach and stuff like that. It helps me to improve this imagination, like to to have inspiration, to create things, as I already said before. So I think both of them, I think anything that I do in my life is is because of my imagination. Thank you. And is this related somehow to your choice of studying physics sciences? Is it related to your imagination? Or how was the story behind your decision to go for this scientific branch of education? Well, as I said before, I will say that I am a hardworking person. So I've decided to study physics, science, exactly, because it was the most easiest way to, or path to arrive to the point that I want to be, like to the thing that I want to, to do after my high school, which is arts, obviously, because I love arts so much. So to do fi- physics, science is like the, the easiest way to enter the schools that I want to do. And yes, it's not like I don't like physics. I do love math and physics and all of this stuff. But I'm more, I want to I wanna study more the things that I love most, which are arts. And also, um, I think the best thing that happened in my life is that I started freelancing as an artist. It feels like I'm finally doing the thing that I love to do and I'm making money from it. And that's what I want to do in the future. So at first, when I picked physics science, it was the time when I had another dream because I always have, like, I have a lot of dreams and I always change my goals. But this time I was like, no, that's not what I want to do exactly. It's one of the things that I want to do, yes, but it's not the thing that I really, really want to do. And the thing that I really want to do is arts. So I'm here studying physics. And I love them. I love physics. But it's not what I want to do after high school. I have so many questions. And I'll begin with this. Since you said your dreams change, are you also a girl who's 
as a creative person full of emotions and sometimes your moods change and you don't even know why and you love emotions and therefore art is a way for you to experience those emotions and the visions and dreams are there to fill you with emotions. How important is uh, your emotional side, especially as someone who loves to be alone? Some people might not think that because they won't see on your face and in your gestures big emotions, but maybe you feel them strongly and you need them a lot. Well, I could describe myself as, and it's obvious that I'm a sensitive person. It's like I can... I feel emotions towards everything that I see in my life. For example, if I feel um, anxious or maybe sad, I would like—I wouldn't like to leave those emo- emotions inside of my of my head or inside of me. I would like to express them um, either by doing something, some hobby, and that's why I have a lot of hobbies. Or it's either by just sitting and watching something beautiful. And I intend to like see in everything something beautiful everything in this life is beautiful the way i see it if you know what i mean so i think yes i'm emotional and i have a lot of emotions and that's what helps me to do a lot of stuff in in my life and that's why i have a lot of dreams and a lot of goals that i want to achieve like when i was a kid um like when someone asks me what do I want to be in the future? I've always felt like, I don't know. <laughs> I've always felt like seeing the others just saying quickly what they want to do in their lives makes me made me feel like I was lost, like I didn't know what to do. I have a lot of things that I want to do. But I think now that I'm grown up, I feel like that's the strength of my character. I want to do a lot of things and I will do them all. <laughs> I will be all of the things that I want to be. That's wonderful. And can you tell me a bit more about the business idea that you had, that you were able with your team to create in this reality? And how is that different or related to your experience as a freelancer? Well, by participating in DigiGirls as a mentee, we worked for like more than six months to create a business we worked for, uh, we worked hard for it and we did great and now we're we're still working on it but that made me to finally start my own business alone because i've already started many times but i've always stopped that's that's how i am i start things but i don't finish them but this time i started my own business and i'm working on it and I think I'm doing. I'm going to do great because these girls inspired me to finish my own business this time. And the girls that I met, they all had amazing projects, which made me feel inspired by them. Thank you. And as an artist and someone who loves traditional as well as digital art and you're looking for inspiration, what is your dream place in this world? that you feel if you visited or if you lived there for a year or two, you will fill yourself with so much inspiration for your style of art. Where on this planet will be the ideal place for you to develop as an artist? Oh my God, that's a nice question. I think anywhere in this world where there is nature, beach, sunset, sky, 
and stars maybe anything that like related to na nature it will inspire me but if i had to choose a country i think i would choose italy because i've always liked it it's such like if i if i were a country i would choose to be italy because it's so cool it has many places that i want to be and and if i was there i would probably create something really nice i would paint paint a real cool painting and i would create or write something in there so i will feel really inspired and i will feel really myself around the nature i really wish you to visit italy to create the really cool paintings all of them that will express your emotions and the nature that inspires you and to understand you even more. Some people might walk around in nature and feel bored. How do you feel nature? Like, how do you experience the stars and the beach and the trees and the sand? Is it that you feel them in your body strongly and therefore the emotions become inside you and you need to express them? into art or do they remind you of images and visions and memories and stories that inspire you in that way through remembering different visual things or how is your connection with nature and how does it give you the emotions that inspire you as an artist well when i'm in nature like around nature i feel like i'm surrounded by a lot of colors, a lot of shapes, a lot of cool things, beautiful things. And when I'm there, I try to experience it by looking at them, by touching them, by smelling the smell. I try to use all my senses when I'm there and I feel connected. I feel like I'm alone in this world. I feel like I'm here connected. I am nature. I feel like I'm I'm me, I'm my real self when I'm there. And I also imagine like the people who were there too. Maybe a family were there, was there. Maybe some friend group was there. Maybe someone alone was there and he was really happy. Maybe someone else was really sad sitting there and playing music. Maybe another one was just walking there with his dog. So I try to imagine all of the people and all the great creatures that were there before me. So I think that inspired me, inspires me a lot in my creativity to create things. That's wonderful. And you mentioned now two times the word cool. You said in nature you're surrounded by cool things. And you said if you were to live or visit Italy, you will create a cool painting. What is the meaning of cool for you? What makes something cool and inspirational? Well, something that's cool is something that is interesting, something that I don't always see, something that if I go to somewhere, I wouldn't see it everywhere, like something kind of rare. Like there are some people who are cool, like because they are interesting, because they are unique. And when I say a cool painting, it's a painting that is amazing and unique that I've never seen before. Nature is, for me, is really cool because it's something that I don't always see since I'm living in a city and since I'm surrounded by cities 
and all of that. So nature is something that is really, really rare for me. That's really, really interesting again. You spoke about living in a city. How would you describe yourself as a girl from Tiznit in Morocco compared to all the TV series you watch, the books you read, the movies, etc.? What would you say is a way to describe a Moroccan girl from Tiznit in 2022? Are you mainly uh, Moroccan, similar in culture to your mom and grandmother? Are you a mix between like Hollywood and French culture and Arabic culture and Berber culture and Asian culture? Or how would you express and explain yourself as a Moroccan girl from Tiznit in 2022? That's an interesting question. Well, I would describe me, I would say that I am a mix of everything. I try to be a mix of everything and since I am a person who likes to experience everything and be everything. <laughs> so I try to be a mix of everything. And I am, I was raised by a great mother, a wonderful mother, taught me how to be unique, how to not be influenced by other things. Like when I see something in my like environment, I don't do it, like instantly do it. I try to think about it first. I try to ask about the reason before I do it or before I, for example, do that thing or be that thing. So anything that comes into my life or I see in my environment or through social media or in TV series or books, I always tend to ask myself first, if I'm going to be like this, does it will like it will be something nice or I will later regret it. So I'm kind of like a mix of everything because in every culture I try to find the things that I like, the things that I feel more like myself and I do that those things if you know what I mean. Yes I do and I would like to explore more. You said you do the things that make you feel more like yourself and you spoke about cool as something that is unique how can a person be creatively unique in their own way? What I mean is, there are people who do what society tells them, who maybe say the same words their friends say, they have the same opinions as they see on TV. What is your journey or recommendation for teenagers, etc., to find their own uniqueness? What is personality uniqueness, if you might think it? And how can people create a world inside them and express it to others so that they see the unique world they have inside? I know it's creatively put, but I hope you understood me, is how can people find their uniqueness in life, not only in art, and how do you recommend they discover it and show it to the world? Well, first of all, um, I think this should be surrounded with, by people who are, who are amazing, or people who are positive and like successful who want to, to do something in their lives, not just by random people, because people always affect us, like has an impact on us. So what I try to do is, um, since I was a kid, I always tend to choose my friends 
and the people that are surrounding me by not just randomly. So before you become friends with someone, try to think how they would benefit you, like how they will change something on you. And I, when you see something in your environment, for example, or you list, heard some words that everyone says, for example, you have to tr think about it twice before you start saying that thing too or think that way too because sometimes i myself find like find myself thinking in a way that i didn't even know that i'm thinking like in that way so i always try to sit down alone again and think why am i thinking that way how did i start thinking that way is it because of social media? Is it because of that one friend? Is it because because of a book that I read? So if it's like something that I don't really like, I abandon those things. For example, if it's because of social media, I start using social media less. If it's because of a friend, I try to not be around him a lot, if you know what I mean. So um, if you want to create a unique personality, you have to think, always think about things that you do in your life, about the things, how you think, how you behave and everything. Because if you don't think that way, you will find yourself being someone else. So that's how I do it. Thank you. That's so wonderfully put and said. And I'm curious about your podcast. What is the story that encouraged you to start it? What's the vision for it? And maybe why the name Midnight Thoughts? Well, when I was, um, I think, 13 years old, I started doing YouTube. I had a channel and I've tried everything in it. I've posted a lot of things. And when I got, I think, 15 years old or 16, I decided to do the right thing that I've always wanted to do, thing that I've always liked to do, which is public speaking or motivating people. So I started podcasting alone and I continued for like half, half a year, I guess, or almost a year. And then I stopped, unfortunately, when I got to, I think, 10K, yes, 10,000 uh, subscribers. I stopped because I've kind of felt unmotivated. I felt like I needed someone to do this with me, someone to to talk with in this podcast. I felt like I'm not doing so well talking just by myself. And then I met this girl, which is my who are my friend now, and we I found her like she she liked doing public speaking too and motivating people and talking and chatting. So we decided to start a podcast together and that's what we did. And we did it because we want to talk about topics that not everyone can talk about. Topics that our society tries to stop us from like talking about it. And we would like to motivate people too. And we've chosen a name in it, Midnight Thoughts, because we always like talk at night when we met. So it's like more like talk before, like we talk before going to bed. So it's like, it's like a nice way to end our day. And that's how we did it, I guess. That's wonderful. And yes, you're creating a team 
for yourself so you're not being only an introvert thank you sadia this was my privilege my honor such a wonderful way to discover more about you and to share your uniqueness and soul with the world and i recommend of course to everyone to check your podcast i will put the tag in the description as well because you have an instagram page and thank you again thank you so much for having me here it's an honor 